As we get underway with Opportunity Detroit, we meet the owner of Flamingo Vintage, Nikki Newzill. Nikki, nice meeting you. I'm Paul W. Smith. Hi, nice to meet you. I, of course, need to know what Flamingo Vintage is. Absolutely. So we have a brick-and-mortar storefront space in Mexican town in southwest Detroit, and we specialize in men's and women's vintage clothing from the 20s to the 1980s. That's uh, that's that has really come around vintage clothing. I, I know a thing or two about rescuing previously used clothing because it, there's a lot of waste in the clothing industry. I have learned um, actually through my daughter uh, having her own little Sophie's shop of reselling clothing that's been gently used but should be saved and not in a in a trash heap somewhere. And so you are doing that in a, on a much broader basis. And is there a lot of call for clothing from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, other than for costume parties? Absolutely, yeah. So we work with a lot of production companies. We've done music videos. We've done uh, major Warner Brothers motion picture movies. We've done local theme parties. We've done theater productions on a small scale here at the Redford, the Senate, we kind of always have something going on. Well, it seems like it when you're going to have such an extensive collection of men's and women's vintage clothing and accessories. It would be perfect. Uh, I mean, you found your your niche uh, selling to these production companies, uh, uh, to uh, wardrobe stylists, uh, even musicians and artists, and uh, and you've become known. Uh, around the globe, Flamingo Vintage. So good for you. Tell us about your background. What brought you to this? Yeah, so I started selling vintage. Uh, The first, very first car show I did was about 12 years ago, and I just brought one rack of dresses that I was no longer wearing from the 1950s. I sold out of everything that I brought, and all I had left were these two flamingos for display. And when you sell out of everything at a pop-up, you're not, you're not allowed to leave early. You have to stay. So people started calling me the flamingo lady. <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't know that. When you sell out of all your product in a pop-up, you can't leave. You've got to stay. That makes for interesting conversations. But you did it nicely with your two flamingos that were left. Absolutely. And that was 12 years ago. So that was my very first experience with vintage A year later, I bought a a green school bus from the 1980s. I retrofitted it to be a mobile store, and I drove around to music festivals. What a great idea. Where did you find, or did you turn it into a green school bus? On eBay. Oh, my gosh. I guess they really (laughs) do have everything. Um, You're a market vendor in this year's Cadillac Square Markets, too, uh, which is really a, a, an absolutely fabulous opportunity. I hope you're finding it to be that. Absolutely. Being able to see a new customer base, meet new people, send them down to our brick and mortar, and then also just to be involved in the holiday cheer, it's really an incredible experience. You know, I haven't been, but I've got to get down there because I always get down there for the markets and the pop-ups, if you will, they're, they're a lot of fun. You're going to find a lot of things that you won't find anywhere else. In this case, with uh, we're spending time with the owner of Flamingo Vintage, uh, Nikki Newzill. And uh, 
If you go to the Cadillac Square Markets, you might want to make sure you stop by and see what they have to uh, offer. Now, you, you said you you do have a storefront as well? Yes, I do. So I actually renovated an Art Deco department store built in 1917. Well, of course you did. How could you not do that? <laughs> <laughs> where, will we yes, find, so... where will we find that? So my store was located at 5449 West Verner Highway, and we're at the intersection of Verner and Junction in Mexican Town. And we're open every day except Monday, 11 to 7. 11 to 7 every day but Monday. Yeah. Now, were you ever in theater? I'm a kid who grew up in community theater, so I can relate to some of this stuff. But but were you in theater at all? So I took a lot of theater classes as a young adult. I don't have any formal background in theater per se, but I definitely grew up going to costume shops and looking at large theater over-the-top garments. And I think that that really kind of trickled down into my everyday wardrobe. Then I began to get so many compliments because I wasn't dressing like everybody else. And that's kind of how I parlayed that into a business. And is that... Your daily uh, goal is to not dress like everybody else. And, like, for example, what are you wearing now? A hot pink fur coat. (laughs) A hot pink fur coat, I see. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you coming and going, no question about that. Um, and, And do you get people who come in now after they've discovered you on a regular basis? Yes, we do. We have been open for about four years. So next week actually is our four-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. We have people who have been shopping since day one. We have people who have been shopping for a week, and they come back the next week. And we also get a lot of tourists. We're so close to Canada. So we get a variety of people, and I love to maintain that relationship and watch our business kind of evolve and grow. It's a beautiful thing to be able to connect with people, know that they can try on a garment, enjoy it, give it a new life, and bring it to their home. Well, it's a beautiful thing to be a small business owner, and after everything we've all gone through over the last three years, to still be in business is a beautiful thing. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I'm very grateful. How do you replenish? Where do you go to find this stuff? Or is it always finding you and you don't have to look for it? A little bit of both. Anywhere you can find vintage, I'm always on the hunt. I'm constantly studying construction and collecting vintage catalogs. I'm always out of state sales. I'm always buying from customers. We do trades. So we do a buy-sell program inside the store. Anywhere you can find clothes, that's how we find them. And what would you say, I mean, if you could put it into uh, to words, your hopes for Flamingo Vintage moving forward? What, what's the long-term goal here? The long-term goal is to just do this for my entire life. This is really my passion. This was my dream to evolve into the space that I'm in now. And one can only hope that it lives on forever. Well, it seems like, I mean, it's already, quote-unquote, dated um, inventory, but that's the point. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're thriving on. So you very well may be able to continue to do this forever. Is it? Is there any plans or thoughts of expanding, having another storefront location or moving uh, locations into other cities as well as here? 
Detroit will always be my home. Detroit is such a special place. I can't even imagine being anywhere else. I'm really grateful for the customer base that I have here. And currently we do a lot of traveling shows and eventually I'd love to be able to do some international traveling shows. Huh. I, you know, I don't, I never thought about this, but uh, what is the, I guess it depends on where you are and what's going on. This may sound completely foolish, but how different would vintage clothing be in other countries than it is here? So Japan has a really high market for vintage clothing. They're looking specifically for 1940s and 1950s Americana. Same with Australia. Paris has a very different vibe. They're looking for more Victorian, Edwardian 1920s. So it's really beneficial to bring things across the globe because people are looking for different things, and they do become quite rare. That's fascinating that that you would be able to nail it. I mean, this is what you do, and you do it very well, obviously, but to be able to nail what they want and what they're looking for in Australia and, and what they want and what they're looking for in other parts of the world is pretty fascinating. And uh, do you do much online business? I do do quite a bit of online business. Yes, we also sell um, in New York at the Brooklyn Flea. We sell at the largest rockabilly festival in the world, which is Viva Las Vegas and Las Vegas every year. So we make a big trek out there. Also, I sell in Texas at the big Round Top and Peaks Festival. We've sold in L.A., California, all through the coast. Wow. I, who would know? I mean, who would ever even know? that there's such demand that you could have Flamingo Vintage and to do all the things that you do and provide all the uh, the clothing that you provide, and whether it's at the Bricks and Mortars store, the 5449 West Verner at Verner and Junction uh, from 11 to 7 every day but Monday, or what you do online, what's the best way to get you online? FlamingoVintageDetroit.com FlamingoVintageDetroit.com. Or, of course, now during this holiday season, uh, get, to, get to the Cadillac Square Markets. And uh, probably the easiest, most fun way to see and be experiencing Flamingo Vintage. And today we uh, got to speak with the founder, the, the owner, Nikki Newsill. Anything else you want us to be sure we know about you and your, your shop? One thing I would really like to focus on is kind of the topic of fast fashion and how the quality of mass production clothing has just gone completely downhill. Vintage clothing is so architecturally interesting. The garments are still surviving 70 years later. So we really try to focus on quality garments that are still wearable today. You know, that's a very good point. Uh, we know, and we that's why there's the expression, they don't build them like they used to. But I never thought about it in terms of clothing, but I guess you're pointing out that that's correct. The stuff that was made uh, years ago was less likely to be made in a, in a factory with, with not the highest standards and quality and from different places around the world where they may not embrace that same standard of quality as some of this vintage clothing does. That's a good point. Never thought of it. Absolutely. All right. We wish you well, and, uh, and we'll look forward to a conversation down the road. But uh, I just want to remind everyone, find you now 
at the Cadillac Square Markets, and you'll find gift ideas that you won't find anywhere else because they don't exist anywhere else but at Flamingo Vintage. Nikki, thanks so much. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Nikki Nuzil, the owner of Flamingo Vintage, as we open it up here on Opportunity Detroit.